Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career and here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Welcome back to more to it. The show that takes a deep dive into the biggest stories in sports, entertainment, and culture. Start with headline news and then journey to deeper conversations. Always finding those life lessons that are presented in every single story. I'm your host, Marcel Swally. That dude, I should be whispering right now. Everybody sleep. And this is like survival right now. <laughs> Look at the survivor mode I'm going through. Y'all know me on vacation. I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let it grow. And it's been crazy out here. Got to tell you guys, man, it's been a wild trip for real. But before I get into all that, you know, got to thank you guys for all your viewership on Brings TV and Reese TV and your membership on YouTube, Wildies World, where someone's going to get that swag away, that Friday swag away right here. This book right here, dropping some gems on how I got out of my conditions, my circumstances. So I never blamed them. I just said, hey, got to build up my character and get myself where I want to go, attain those goals, right? So check that book out. Got to be a member to get the free autograph copy, but I got you guys, right? So you know how we start off every show with, what's up with that dude? My God. Mm. <laughs> it was crazy yesterday. So we're at this hotel that has three hotels combined that makes it one big mega resort. And you got access to all the different resorts and, and the different parks and different things they have going on. But one thing in particular, they got this water park, not a water park, the water park. This water park, silly y'all. So let me tell you what we did. Yesterday we show up and you know the Wiley showed out, got there and at first mama wasn't there, she's setting up camp. So it's just me and the itty bitties and the itty bitties, you got to start with the lowest, right? You got to start with the youngest. You can't just go to the big slides. Got to make sure that Olivia is good. So we started off 
little three-foot slide. <laughs> it's her whole height. So it's like me getting on a six-foot slide. Like she's like, oh, this Empire State Building almost. And we going down it. She's loving life. Araya's loving life. MJ's bored as hell. He's like, come on, daddy, step it up. So I'm like, all right, bro. Telling y'all, it's muggy out here. Wait till I get to the story about the weather out here. So I'm like, dog, we got to just take care of little mama. It's all right. It's not always about you. So we're doing a little three-foot slide. They got another one, five, seven, ten foot. Now, all of a sudden, she's just losing. She in her zone. She is losing it. And we're having fun until mama showed up. And immediately, MJ looked at me. I looked at him. We out of there, right? We went to the big boys. And we got on something called there were two options, like Inferno or Dragon Burst. Now, both of those sound like they're going to be hell, and both of them were. All right, one of them is the one we've all seen and probably been on, right? It's the one that goes down, and you go straight down, but you're not even on the board for most of it. Stop looking at my finger, y'all. You're not even on the board for most of it. And then also, you get that enema, you're like, ah, what the hell is this? all this water up my butt and all that stuff, right? We didn't do that one. Uh, I don't think MJ was scared because he wants to do it today, but he looked at it twice. He took a double take. He didn't want to run through that hole. He saw Ray Lewis. He was like, ah. So we got on the Dragon Burst one. Now, that Dragon Burst one still was crazy. Let me tell you about this one. Dragon Burst puts you in a capsule, and you got to cross your arms and cross your legs. And three, some lady gets on there. Three, like she like she just cleaning the house, but she just ordering you around. You're like, well, this don't feel right. Three, two, one. Let's go. And then when she says, let's go, you think you're going. She waits. Let's go. And then you, <laughs> dog, you're like, what the hell just happened here? It was crazy. I was like, Phew. and it was the longest water ride I've ever been on. On top of that crazy spot that dropped in the beginning, it was like a minute long. Like, I got to the bottom because MJ went first and he was like, dad, that's my number one. That's my number one. I was like, dog, I can't lie. That was insane. So we'll be back there again today. Um, but that wasn't even a highlight. Uh, let me start with the low light before I get to the highlight. The low light was I just got weak. When they said go, I was like this. <laughs> and I hit my elbow on the side of the capsule going straight down, probably 100 miles an hour. <laughs> and even these kids came up to me after I went. They were like, are you OK? Wow, you should have heard how that sounded. It sounded like it hurt. You okay? I was like, yeah, I'm okay. Just trying to be tough for them kids. That's the hurt. All right. So after that, we just went to the other part of the water park where everyone could have fun. You've seen it before with that $9 million, not million dollars, nine million gallon uh, cup. And it just fills up and then it starts tipping. And it probably did cost $9 million. And woof, it just lets the water go. Kids had a ball, man. It was an amazing time yesterday. And we are creatures of habit, so we'll be right back there again today. All right, y'all. Let's get into some people who are uh, habitual line steppers, creatures of habit, or a gummy or two. Marijuana and the NCAA committee wants marijuana dropped from its banned drug list. Should marijuana be legal in college and pro sports? That's the conversation. Let's have it. There was an NCAA panel calling for the removal of marijuana from the organization's list of banned drugs, suggesting that testing should be limited to performance enhancing substances. I can see Shikari Richardson somewhere right now getting her nails done. Talking about, mm -hmm, I told y'all, I told y'all, all smiling and giggling. She's about to get redeemed in this moment because 
we all know how things are changing rapidly in our country with the laws and legalization of marijuana. But it seems like athletics is lagging behind. So the proposal was released to the Committee on Competitive Safeguards and Medical Aspects of Sports. Boring. And it will mark a big change for the NCAA, obviously. So they recommend that you halt the cannabis test at such events until a final decision is made, likely this fall. Y'all hear that? They're already trying to implement it right now and then say, let's just see what happens in the fall. Hmm, loving this. Now it comes as we're seeing all of the medical and recreational marijuana use being used in this country. And the athletes like, um, don't we live in this country? So since we live in this country, can we smoke weed? And it's not a performance answer like you guys say it is. So the committee noted in December, because they've been testing this for a while. Good Lord, it's hot out here. That marijuana and its byproducts are not considered performance enhancing substances. Instead of focusing on penalties for cannabis use, the panel suggested stressing policies that focus on the potential threats for marijuana use and the need to reduce the harm and use of cannabis products, right? So focusing on the problematic cannabis use and those causes, if you find them. Uh, and the committee also wants to provide schools with additional guidelines about cannabis. Let's talk. Y'all smoke weed. <laughs> Y'all do that doobie, <laughs> whatever it is. Look, I had so many teammates out there that did it. And they didn't tell me they did it before games, but certainly before practice, certainly after practice, certainly throughout the work week. And they balled out in practice. So I got to assume, did they stop for the game or not? And I never pressed them on that issue because at that time it was just illegal. So if somebody tells you something illegal, you ain't asking more questions because you're like, dog, I ain't the feds, right? But uh, I could assume safely that a lot of my teammates did use marijuana. I did not. I hydrated. So I don't want this to turn into like no civil wars, alcohol versus marijuana, you know, Crips versus blood. It was just simple. I never used alcohol before a game because I thought it would hurt my performance, not help it. Uh, but after every game, absolutely. So just in the issue of fairness and also just using plain logic, it's time to get up off this one, right? It's time to catch up to the times and do your research, do your homework. But at the same time, let's make this legal in athletics. What you guys think? So I'm going to be checking you guys out in the comments, sweating and dripping all on the comments, looking to see what you guys think. Is it time to legalize it or you still think it should be banned? Thanking you for your viewership, Brings TV, Reese TV, and your membership on Wiley's World, YouTube. Who going to get this bestseller? Who going to get this holla, holla? That didn't rhyme. Okay, somebody going to get that book right there. Because in the book, I do rhyme. I do drop some nuggets, some logic on y'all, man. Tell you about my life. That's it. And it's been a crazy one. But let's talk about this crazy event, which was the national championship game in college football last year. Got Nick Saban talking that talk about how the college football playoff system doesn't get it right. Quote, do you really get the best team? So we know Alabama finished last year 11-2 and two in the season and didn't make the college football playoff. Instead, Alabama had to take his talents to play in the Sugar Bowl and beat up on Kansas State 45-20. to 20. We all saw that. So Nick Saban talked about the college football playoff system when it came to parity in the FBS and whether there was a better way to decide which team gets into the postseason. We all know there's a better way to doing this than the way that they are doing it. So here's the quote. But the problem with the way the whole system is, there's no accounting for that right. 
Saban told Joel Clatt, my dog, I love me some Joel Clatt. He kills college football. He says this on his podcast, The Joel Clatt Show. So all we do is take the teams that win the most games at the end of the year, put them in the playoffs. But do you really get the best teams? When they told me that we will be favored against three out of the four teams that got in the playoff, I'm like, why aren't we in the playoffs? Damn right. Why weren't they in the playoffs? They were favored in his eye. I think it was two, actually, but three. The point being, you're supposed to be two or three of the teams that's in the four-team playoffs, and y'all on the sidelines? Make that make sense. So you know what happened, right? We saw the national championship game, Georgia. I don't know what you call this. Drumline, drummed TCU 65 to 7 on the sideline, eating wings and things, just chilling, like talking to the cheerleaders. It's like, I know we ain't supposed to be hollering, but what it do? We went in 65 to 7 in the game. One of the biggest blowouts in the history of the national title game. You think there was one bigger? Hmm, I don't know that one. Georgia beat Ohio State and TCU top Michigan to get to the final. So Alabama was seen as the favorite in each of their games during the season. And as I said, they were the one who were favored against Michigan and TCU if it talks about the college football playoffs and underdogs against Georgia and Ohio State. But I think they would have sniped Ohio State as well. So here's another quote from him. Does that mean they have a better team, Nick Saban said? Or does it mean that those people don't know what they're talking about? That's right. We know who he's talking about. I really don't know that, but I'm not being critical of anybody. Yes, you are. But if you're going to have parity, you have to have a better way of figuring out who has the best teams, not just because you lose two games on the last play of the game, Alabama. Right. So now we look at this whole system like, bro, we see the flaws. After that game right there, I think it came to all of our attention, national conversation of the fact that Y'all got real big problems. Like, this can't be the end result. So some people immediately run to expansion. Some people run to the fact that, hey, no, it can't be expansion. We just got to figure out how we're going to make this situation work. How can we get this system better? Because right now, this ain't good enough. Here's his last quote. He says, that knocks you out when you may be better than somebody else who didn't have the same circumstances that they had played. All right, Nick Saban, you need to go to class too. Join some of them boys in <laughs> that they had played. That's how I talk. You shouldn't talk like that if you're Nick Saban. All right, so look, the college football playoff will expand for the 2024 season. So like I said, we're going to run to expansion thing. That's going to fix our problems. No, that's just going to address some of the symptoms. The illness is how do you properly measure the best teams with everyone having an uneven road to get into their destination. Everybody wants to be undefeated. If you're undefeated, you're in the top program, big program, FBS program, you're going to be in the playoffs. Simple as that. Even if you're a Cinderella team, a dark horse, you win all your games, kind of hard to deny you. But they try to keep you at number five for all the year, right? They don't want you in there. It's hilarious. They'll be like, dog, that team sucked. No, they don't suck. They won all their games. But who did they play? Well, it don't matter. Whoever they played, they beat them. But still, would they beat Alabama? I don't know. They didn't play Alabama. And that's how we end here every year. Now, it's usually not that drastic, right? Usually, it's not that bad in the sense of, Alabama, y'all not going to be on the outside. And then we're not going to watch a 65-7 to beatdown. So that made it so extreme. We had to address it and become a national conversation. But 
who, who can't agree with Nick Saban in this situation? Who doesn't? Like everyone believes that Nick Saban got this one right in terms of y'all system flawed and stop doing that because we should have been in there and we would have certainly done better than what that end result was. So what do you guys recommend for the college football playoffs to properly identify the top four teams? More importantly, to not see what we saw again last last year, last season. I don't know, a few months ago. <laughs> Woo! Thanking you guys for your viewership on Brings TV, Reese TV, and Sweat TV. It's hot outside, mama. And your membership on Wally's World YouTube. Somebody going to get this. And this thing right here is a bestseller. Yes, Amazon says so. And it got Bruce Smith. It got Magic Johnson. All the love in there for the foreword. But, man, let's talk about a word that's being dropped by Bill Simmons right now. Grifter. Woo, who is he talking about? Oh, man, it seems like he's just mad at everybody right now. Just pissing everybody off. That's what they say in these headlines right now. Because Bill Simmons had three, one, two, three, successful con controversial takes that has people kind of looking at him like, what you talking about, Bill Simmons? All right, here's the first one. The biggest one came last week when on his podcast, the Bill Simmons podcast, which is huge. He said that about Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are bleeping with an F word grifters right after they exited their deal with Spotify without much to show for it. The fucking grifters. See, I do curse. Uh, says Simmons, that's the podcast we should have launched with them. I got to get drunk one night and tell the story of the Zoom I had with Harry to try and help him with a podcast idea. It's one of my best stories, man. Woo, I got something to chime in on this one too, but let me get through this read first. So Simmons' status as a high up executive at Spotify helped that quote go viral and way beyond the sports and pop culture world that the sports guy usually occupies, right? Plus this wasn't his first time criticizing them. He even did it when they were on Spotify. So don't think that Bill Simmons got tough. Start poking his chest out when they left Spotify. Nah, he was talking this when they were still there. Here's another quote. Shoot this guy to the sun. He told him to shoot him to the sun. I'm so tired of this guy. What does he bring to the table? He just whines about shit and keeps giving interviews. Who gives a shit? Who cares about your life? You weren't even the favorite son. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't stand him. So tired. I'm so embarrassed. Fucking have to share Spotify with him. The guy sucks. <sighs> Look, I'm going to protect the guilty. Um, so that means I can't say names and I can't get too detailed about this because they will kind of circle in on that person who knows this. But what Bill Simmons is saying, let's just say a lot of people in the inner circles of Hollywood and this world now of how they're translating their stardom, Princess uh, Marco and Prince Harry into like collateral and monetizing it. Not the first time I heard this about them. Um, I know somebody closer to them than anybody that may give it away, but it shouldn't. <laughs> Hopefully it doesn't. Anybody, the closest person to them would subscribe to this in terms of what they're going through and what they're doing right now. That's all I'm going to say without getting that person in trouble. But they told me this years ago and I was like, really? And then you watch them. I ain't going to lie. Every time I watch them in an interview, I'm like, wow, Agenda 101. What are y'all trying to do? So a lot of the issues came from the fact that they signed up to do a Spotify deal. And Megan, she did her part. She did 12 episodes, but she's big time. 12 episodes in a few months and then was like, all right, won some awards and 
did her thing. Uh, led the US and UK charts for a few weeks there, did her thing. But they were expecting a lot more content and they have not gotten that content to the point where there was an exit from Spotify by the royal couple, right? So I always like to play this thing. Now I'm gonna start bringing this device to the show. It's called Looking at Stories in HD. That means hypothetical detective, right? I'm trying to act like I know, even though I don't. So it's basically speculation, conjecture, but it's in HD. So my hypothetical detective is telling me that Bill Simmons is accurate in this one. Dead on with them people, man. They over here just trying to make money off of their name, off of their experiences, maybe sometimes grandizing it, and you know what I'm saying? Glamorizing it over there, trying to sensationalize it. Some of those things. So interesting about them, right? Uh, let's just say I'm not the biggest fan, but that doesn't mean I hate them. I just, everything I know, which is very little, not enough to get my attention. All right, so then Bill Simmons wasn't done. He got a second one. On another podcast, he talked about Bradley Bill, who was traded to the Phoenix Suns, we just saw. And he said he wouldn't have made any difference on that team over Landry Shamit, who was included in the deal with Chris Paul to go to the Wizards, right? Now, we know Denver won that series 4-2, and we also know that Landry Shamit averaged eight points in that series. So Bill Simmons is basically saying that Landry Shamit had a greater impact in the series that Bradley Bill would have, averaging eight points. What you talking about, Bill? <laughs> what you talking about, Simmons? <laughs> like, come on, man. I don't even got to go too deep into that. I ain't going to waste y'all time. That's that BS, not Bill Simmons. That's just that BS. Like, ain't no way. Bradley Bill won't even shoot and get eight points. Like, I don't know how, but he's just that good. He's going to get eight points without even shooting. So I'm not going to dive into that one too much. The third one, oh, man, this is when he was talking about uh, Zion Williamson and the trade. That's going to happen, he says, by Thursday's draft, right? The Zion thing, quote, is a real, real, real subplot. I had somebody tell me yesterday that I trust that he will not be on the Pelicans by Thursday. Hmm. Now, this take isn't breaking news if it happens or not. I mean, look, even the the, the, the girl on the Internet, what is she, the porn star, whatever, her OnlyFans, I don't know what you want me to call them. Y'all stop telling me. I can't call them a stewardess anymore. I got to call them flight attendants. So I don't know what she is, but a porn star. She's saying that she got sex tapes of Zion right now. So y'all better trade them. Uh, threats like that usually land somewhere. So I don't know about this situation right now. But if you look at it, given his status and clear desire to be seen as a newsbreaker, Bill Simmons is, I can see him getting out there saying this, but also obviously support it. He knows his platform. He knows it's going to reach a lot of people and he loves his credibility, right? Who doesn't? So you're not going to say anything out of turn, even if it's not accurate. Remember that. You may hear something, but it doesn't come to life. Doesn't mean that Bill Simmons is a fraud. Doesn't mean Bill Simmons got it wrong. It means that the information was either wrong or two. Things change, right? And people change their mind. And usually nothing gets done to a deadline. So uh, what y'all think of these three hot takes? What do you think about Prince Harry and Meghan Markle? I feel weird even asking y'all that. I know. <laughs> what y'all feel about Bill Simmons talking about Bradley Bill? That's an easy one. And what about Zion? Is he going to be traded by Thursday? Those are the conversations we're having in the comments. Thanking you guys for your viewership. Brinks TV. Reach TV, sweating TV, <laughs> and your membership YouTube Wiley's World where somebody's gonna get hooked up. Game. This is this is game. This is gonna be free game on Friday Swagaway. I will hook you up. But right now, I'm not gonna bring in Mikey P, because Mikey P, he talked too much. He told me he wanted to come out here. He wanted a, a plane ride. He wanted a, a flight. 
out here. So, you know me, I just sent that to Delta. Now he on his way. So he in the air right now on his way down here to the sweat factory. Uh, look forward to him coming. I'm lying. You know, my P ain't here. Oh, the elements, man. Let's just be real about it, man. This is my hundredth episode. So I'm feeling really, really special. And I just wanted to hold this one to myself. Didn't want to share it with anybody. Wow, I'm lying again. This is the hundredth episode, but Mikey P just ain't here because of technical difficulties, y'all. We had the craziest, I'm not lying, tropical storm yesterday at the water park. So didn't make us no difference. We already wet, soaking wet. The nine million gallon cup is pouring stuff on us and they literally you see that big cloud you know you you out here and you go in them tropical places you see that cloud coming you're like oh yo, yo that cloud that cloud got bad intentions and he came and destroyed so i'm going to be mikey p and i'm gonna be me let's do it okay marcellus um you know how mikey p talk all slow okay uh Draymond Green, I ain't going to talk that slow because I know y'all be like, come on, speed it up. Draymond Green is declining his $27.5 million player option and will enter unrestricted free agency. Green can talk with the Warriors, explore signing trades and free agency. This is the first domino to fall for the Warriors. Do you think Draymond should go back to Golden State? Um, I think it's 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 weird. It's the best and worst thing that could happen to him if he stays in Golden State. The best thing is because he knows that system, Draymond Green, being the player he is, that we still have question marks about how he can perform outside of that scheme, outside of that organization. It would be best for him to stay there because he knows it like the back of his hand. They've had tremendous success for a championship ring. So that's the best thing. But it's also the worst thing if you're Draymond Green being selfish. One, you could get more money going somewhere else. 27 and a half. I think Draymond commands more than that. But two, it's time to address those issues that will follow you and your legacy forevermore in terms of could you be something without Steph, without Clay, without the Golden State Warriors, without Steve Kerr. So me personally, selfishly, I will look at the Golden State Warriors and realize all we really have is Steph. And Wiggins most of the time, but I, and then Jordan Poole some of the time. Eh, versus go somewhere else, but who's going to pay him and still have a team that they could support and address, right? So that's the problem right there. Where can he go get more money and still have a greater opportunity? Hey, so ah, if it were me, I would leave. I just got to check that box. Y'all ain't going to be talking bad about me for the rest of my life. I'm a four-time champion. Oh, but but you never won outside there. Oh, you wouldn't have done anything if you didn't have Steph carrying you. So I would leave. All right, here's his next question for Mikey P. Let me look like Mikey P. Y'all ready? This is going to be a bad joke, but it's going to be funny. <laughs> no, nah, it was just a good way for me to wipe my sweat. Uh, Dalvin Cook, interested in teaming up with DeAndre Hopkins, says it will be epic for the NFL. Yeah, according to you. Let me stop. Do you think they make an epic duo or would they not be so epic one year deals? Basically, do you think they are still game changers on offense or on their last leg? Both of them together is something. That's still some nitrous. Um, look, it ain't full throttle nitrous. It ain't fast and furious, but it's something still because uh, Hopkins still got game for sure. And you talk about Dalvin Cook, he got game as well. Plus, they play positions where you are going to rotate no matter who you are. You're going to come in and out. So spot duty, you're not going to have to be the man, even though your name commands that. So those two forces joining together with what they still have in the tank would be game changing. However, most teams are not going to bet long on that. They're going to bet short. So that's going to be one-year deals, as said. And those one-year deals, uh, are they going to sign them? 
So it's going to be tough to get those two guys to join forces on one-year deals because that is a tough predicament. You want job security. You want the long investment, right? Do you really want a one-year deal with somebody else to try to form some kind of wrestling super team? I don't see it happening. Okay, here's the last one. Packers star cornerback Jair Alexander has some words about his new quarterback, Jordan Love, yesterday, and he sure didn't disappoint. He said Jordan Love is the best quarterback in the league. What? Support your teammate, man. Support your boy. I get it. Don't lie, though. Don't lie. He said Jordan Love's the best quarterback in the league. Yeah, you heard me right. So wild that I had to read it five times to believe my eyes. Those are Mikey P's words. <laughs> Do you think Jair's comments actually put more pressure on Love to succeed? And would you rather Jair stay quiet or talk up his quarterback? Um, Pressure? I'm not into the whole pressure conversation. It's enough pressure playing football. <laughs> it's enough pressure completing the pass. Um, it's hell out there to play football. So y'all on the outside, I don't think y'all have as much influence as you think or as much as people say you do. Um, why? Frankly, just because um, if your focus is on in front of you, your opponent, and your focus is on getting the most out of you, you really don't have much more time to focus on anything else, including what people expect of you. You better expect it of yourself. When athletes say that cliche, believe them, because they put a lot of pressure on themselves. I know I did, and I know a lot of guys do. A lot of guys do. So, I just look at the situation like you can say what you want. Doesn't mean that ball going to go in the end zone. Doesn't mean that boy going to catch that rock. Don't mean I'm going to complete that 60-yard bomb. So talk all you want. I don't mind it. But talk within reason <laughs> just because then it becomes laughable. And you don't want someone laughing at somebody who's trying to climb up that hill just yet. But what does that matter? Laugh all you want as long as I'm balling. So that will do it, Mikey P. Please leave the screen. All right. See you later, big dog. All right, y'all. Y'all know how we finish every show with a Wiley-ism. This one from the OG, my grandma, Gigi, gangster grandma. Rest in peace, man. OG right there. Blackie, as we used to call it. All closed eyes ain't sleep. <laughs> Say that again. All closed eyes ain't sleep. If y'all saw me one day doing this, Please believe me, I am meditating. Please believe me, I am out here right now processing my next move. Please believe me that I am planning for something great. All closed eyes ain't sleep, bruh. You know, a lot of times in this world, we'll misjudge someone who is quiet, who is meek, or who takes time to themselves to really just game plan instead of always just attacking first gear, first gear. I'm always in first gear, always looking for something new, right? Some of those guys... They don't necessarily prepare for the course versus someone who takes their time. Just like, and you may be like, man, wake up, wake up for what? Where are you going? Tortoise and hare kind of concept, right? You want to be in first gear. You want to be the hare. And I want to be the tortoise. Like, okay, let's go. Right. That's simple as it is. Like in football, what, what we have built in as a concept that really illustrates this is the huddle. The huddle is when we close our eyes, okay? All right, everybody, come here. Come here, come here, come bring it in here. Come We're going to run X4, 3X, 9, 6, 7, 4, 36, 26, 97, 14, pass, caught. Wait, break. What did I just say? I have no idea. <laughs> That's why I got to close my eyes. And I didn't play offense in the NFL. You can tell by that play. Let's keep it simple. 38 counter, break. All right, now you got to envision it. You close your eyes. You get in that huddle. The huddle is a collective closing of the eyes. Everybody, all right, what are we going to do? 
That's what we're doing. Now let's go do it. That's what you got to do in life. Close your eyes. Think about it. Think through it. Then go do it, right? Instead of always, oh, I'm good. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh-uh. That hurry up, that hurry up, get everybody tired, including y'all. <laughs> so just remember, man, whatever you got in front of you, it's all good. Take a step back, you know, relax. Even maybe, I don't know, close your eyes because all closed eyes ain't sleep. All right, y'all, that'll do it for more to it. Check the show notes for all the information on our topics today. Today, want to keep the conversation going? Let's talk. Find me on all socials at Marcellus Wiley. More to is a production of Dan Patrick Productions, Dad Dude Entertainment, and Workhouse Media. Show is executive produced by Dan Patrick, Marcel Swally, Paul Anderson, and Nick Pinella. Thanks for all the love, ratings, and subscriptions, and reviews, membership to Wally's World on YouTube. Keep it coming because there's more coming for more to it. Talk to y'all hella soon. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.